0: Hello, girls. Welcome to our new podcast. My name is Holly Wright. I am the founder of Her, and I am super excited to be back on the podcast recording, finishing up our series called Who's at Your Table. So this past couple weeks, we've been talking about friendships Um, how to choose friends, where to choose friends, how to make boundaries, that kind of stuff. And I'm super excited. We have a guest speaker today. Her name is Maddie. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Holly. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you on board uh, talking about friendship. So crazy story. Um, Maddie, tell us a little bit about you and then we're going to share with the girls and kind of tell them how we met.
1: Okay. Um, so my name is Maddie. I'm 27 years old. I go to North Coast Church I've grown up in Southern California almost my whole life, Um, and I sell wedding dresses for a living, which is super fun, Um,
0: and yeah. It kind of reminds me when I see you post on Instagram, you know the movie 27 Dresses? Yes. And they try on a million different dresses, and she's in a million different weddings. Yeah. So Maddie always, on Instagram, if you go follow her, um, what is your Instagram handle, Maddie? At, At Maddie, if you know me. Maddie, if you know me, follow her on Instagram. She always tries on the best dresses. Oh, thank you. So speaking of that, that's kind of how I used to um, be a co-host for a different podcast channel, and Maddie used to follow us on there. And then I think I linked up with you on Instagram, mm-hmm. and then I always saw you try on dresses, and I commented all the time. <laughs> and then I think we kind of like DM'd and um, ended up like planning a coffee date or something.
1: Yeah, I had I had posted something about being somewhere. Um, for coffee, and you are like, you hit me up in my DMs, and you were like, we should get a coffee sometime, and I was like, I'm super down, and then, yeah. That's crazy, but we didn't end up getting coffee. Nope. So-
0: <laughs> no <Nope. laughs> Scheduling <laughs> conflict, and I was like, oh, she doesn't like me, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> no, I don't know, it just didn't work out for like a week or two, and then I saw you post something, and I'm like, oh my god, this girl's been on my calendar for like two weeks, and he- let's just do dinner, and then we got dinner, and it It's just the craziest, I don't know, like, I used to think, like, DMing people and making friendships through social media was, like, weird, Mm -hmm. but I feel like it's just our culture now, and you lived super close, and you just, like, I don't know, I just feel like you are supposed to be in my life. So, we're gonna kind of share, like, how we met, because it is about, the series is about friendships, and I think it's super cool when God brings people in your life you didn't expect, and then what he does throughout a new friendship or old friendship. So, you kind of tell them... (laughs) We're just going to be, we're going to be raw with this podcast. Okay,
1: so we met up for dinner this past week, um, and I already feel like we've been friends for such a long time, (laughs) Um, Um, but we just sat down to conversation, and the first thing that we connected over was the fact that I wanted to eat a fried chicken sandwich, which you were really excited
0: about. Well, yeah, because, like, we live in California, and I feel girls here don't eat. And, like, (laughs) I grew up, like, meals, like, food, fried, like, heavy food. Like, I'm Southern. Like, my mom would make a whole table full of food. So I'm, like... I'm the kind of girl like I'll go out and I'm going to eat. I'm not going to order no salad. I want like food. I've had
1: literally people have said about me, girl can eat, and I am proud of it. I can. <laughs> so, that was the beginning of our friendship that yes, at that moment at that table. Yes,
0: the best fried it was like what was it
1: called? The Two Little Birds at Local Tap House in Oceanside it was is so the good. best fried chicken sandwich. Yeah. But anyways, um as we started talking and getting to know each other, Um, we found out that we're both, um, getting out of marriages currently, Mm -hmm. um, we're married anywhere between like three and five years each Mm -hmm. sounds like, um, and just situations that like, I think our, our divorces will be final within, within a month of each other or so. Um, and just like really sharing what had happened and gone on in, um, both of our relationships
0: and why we were in the place that we were at. Which I think it's crazy too, because when I I had no, I'd never met you before, didn't know anything about you, and the minute I sat down, like I was like, all right, tell me your story, and we literally had the same, same story, same season. Mm -hmm. It was, it's just crazy how that works.
1: Yeah, it's it's surprising. Like one of the things you had said in that conversation were like, um, was that. You like looking at me, you never would have expected that that mm-hmm. was my story, and mm-hmm. same with you. Like, when you had said that, I was like, well I, I, I didn't know that you had been married or that you were like getting out of marriage. And, mm-hmm. um, in a time of our life that it feels like it's something so defining, mm-hmm. the fact that like we're young and we're our marriages are ending, and what does that mean for us? You know, it's kind of nice to know that someone else is in it too. Well, someone else is in it too, and also like that, you know. It feels so significant for you in your life, but that somebody maybe on the outside doesn't look at her like, oh, like, she's, like, young and divorced or, mm-hmm. like, I can tell that, you know, that you can readily tell that that was a big issue in my life. Mm-hmm. Not that it's an issue. It's just a phase of life that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like, oh, nice. Nice. Like, not like, that doesn't
0: define me, Yeah, you know? Like, Like there's hope Mm -hmm. that God can still do something with you throughout the terrible things you've been through, yeah. Yeah. I think that was so cool, too. Even our personalities were both, like, bubbly people, (laughs) so it was just nice to, like, I don't know, it's just crazy how you meet people, and then you connect, and, like, God does something cool through it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So, we end up, like, meeting each other a couple, what like, last Thursday, Yeah, and then just having dinner for like four hours talking and stuff and what four or five days later Maddie's on the podcast. Hello. (laughs) Greetings. This is how you do life with people. I'm super (laughs) excited to have you. I love it. I love meeting people from all over. So today we're going to just chat to you guys just about like friendships and I think um you know wherever you are in life whether you're in high school, middle school, you're a single mom, you know if you're in college Um, Getting out of a relationship, getting into a new one, going through divorce, like wherever you are um, in your life, friendships are very important. Mm -hmm. Um, I look back in pretty much 80% of the Bible, like Jesus is doing life with people. He's sitting sitting down having dinner with people. He's hanging out in the streets with people. Like friendships to him, like people is what mattered. And I I think, I strongly believe my mom used to tell me growing up, she's like, Holly, you can't do life alone. Like, you can't isolate yourself. You can't. You need people to make you better. You need people to give you energy. You need people to grow. Just never do life alone. And that always stuck with me. And mm-hmm. so I feel like there's different seasons that I go through with friends. Like, I'll meet new people or I'll kind of have the same people. But through it all, like, friends is something I strive for. I absolutely love people. No matter the story, race, color, or where they are in life, I think it's so important for us girls to you know, surround ourselves with good girls. Yeah. So I'm going to kind of, like, ask these questions, and Maddie, you just kind of share your heart with uh, what you think that could help um, these girls. So I guess our first question today for, like, finding friendship is um, where do you find good friends? Like, if these girls are in college or, you know, stay-at-home moms or whatever, like, what would you suggest from your experience? Like, where would you find Good friends if you're
1: looking for them. I mean, I feel like recently, one of for me, one of the most common places that I've just found friendships from has actually been Instagram, mm-hmm. surprisingly, like you and I, um, and then a couple other people recently that I've connected with have been primarily through um, Instagram, um, whether that just be like we your acquaintances mm-hmm. and we knew mutual friends. Um, but I think finding like a place that you... Um, are wanting to be plugged into. Like, I I go to church, so um, finding people that are plugged in there and then things that, like, interest you, um, it it really kind of depends on how much you're willing to put yourself out there, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Because, like, especially, like, um, people that are single moms, maybe, it can feel very isolated. um, And trying to put yourself out there and get plugged into a community of, like, fit moms or moms that go out and do things together. Like it's not something that you see everybody do mm-hmm. or be willing to put themselves out there. Um, Cause well, you have to try. Yeah, you really do, which is hard, but I mean, and I don't know if it's necessarily like a personality type or whatever, but I've never been one to like shy away from making a new friend. Mm-hmm. Like Same. when you reached out to me on Instagram, I was like, heck yeah, I'll meet up with you. you know? yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's just my personality But I am always open to, like, meeting new people. And, you know, if it's not, like, a fantastic, like, friendship connection that's made from it, at least, you know, it could have made, like, a big difference in their life at the moment. Or there's something that you can glean from that, like, meeting with them to, like, benefit you or to benefit them, you Mm -hmm. know? So I've just never really said no.
0: Yeah, being willing to try. I think that's for me, too, like, especially... I mean, even if you don't have a personality that's, like, outgoing, bubbling, you still have to, like, try. Because it's friendship nowadays, especially when you get older, it's, like, almost like dating. Like, you literally have to plan. Mm -hmm. You have to try or do something fun with each other. And then you, you do all these things until you get to a position where you, like, trust the person. And then it naturally from there you, like, I don't know, it just gets deeper. But nowadays it's, like, life's busy, like especially each state or has different cultures and people work or someone's in school and you really do have to put yourself out there. Otherwise, I mean, like I used to isolate myself a lot through a season of my life a couple years ago. And I just, I wanted friendship, but it was just like either I was too busy or I just was in a season of my life or I wasn't happy with myself. So mm-hmm. I didn't like put myself out there because of my insecurities. But I think for me, um, social media is a big one, especially, um, with her ministry and my private account, um, or like coffee shops. I spend a lot of my times in coffee shops writing. So sometimes like I don't see anybody in a coffee shop cause everybody's like in their zone or sometimes like I'll see a girl sitting next to me and just start a conversation. Um, so social media, coffee shops, and then me as well, like I'm plugged into church. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like since church is a big part of my life, that's where I get, most of my friends. Yeah. Especially, like, my healthy ones, girls who make me better, girls who are on the same walk as me, um, or even, like, I play softball on Tuesday nights with some people, um, and just recently, I've been playing for, like, a year, and I recently got close to this one girl, um, on the team, which has been great, because she's, you know, coming out of divorce, single mom, and, like, her walk's different than mine, but, I feel like we can meet girls wherever. We really just have to try and put ourselves out there and figure out, you know, what do you want? What kind of friends you want in your life? But you have to try.
1: Yeah, you have to try. And then you also have to, like, um, be realistic about your expectations, you know? Like, um, when you meet somebody new, you can't, like, expect immediately a relationship from them that Mm -hmm. you've had with your best friend since you were in second grade. Yeah. Um, And then also you need to be careful about the expectations that you put on your best friend since second grade like Mm -hmm. friendships are still friendships no matter how long you've had them or how new they are Mm -hmm. um and so i think having like realistic expectations of like what are you going into this for you know what are you really searching for in a friend um are you searching for it to like you know Mm -hmm. benefit your life in a way and like grow you or are you looking for somebody that's like you just want to like go out and have fun with and have coffee with every once in a while or are you really looking for those like friendships that you want like to be long lasting Mm -hmm. and to be like intimate and growth centered and things like that um but being really like upfront about your expectations Mm -hmm. you know don't like meet a brand new friend and then think you know like this person is gonna be my like bestest friend you talk on the phone with you come
0: over for sleepovers yeah
1: and you know they may be but and and it may turn into that but um sometimes like just kind of going with the flow I feel like with friendships mm-hmm. some people say that it's really hard to meet people when you're older um and to make new friends i don't know if i believe that necessarily no because i feel like i meet people all the time and yeah. and even if it's not a relationship that i have for years um i had a i lived in virginia for a short period of time and one of my really really i got close to the girl out there she was my best friend and she was telling me, you know, like, one of the things that she kind of lived by were that, like, God brought people into your life for certain seasons. And that may be a really, really long season or maybe a short one. And And she was so vital to that season of my life. And when I came home from Virginia, it was so hard for me because I was like, she was my best friend. Like, we grew so close in that time and I moved back to California and our relationship wasn't the same. And I, like, had this really high expectation of, like, we were going to be friends, like best friends forever. And just the distance, it just wasn't the same. And I kind of had to accept that, like, I was so grateful for the season that we had together and how close we were at that time. Um, and just kind of like realize that just the circumstances were different. So our relationship was going to be different and I had to be okay with that. It didn't Mm -hmm. mean that we loved each other any less or that like we weren't, necessarily friends like I haven't seen her in a really long time and I actually haven't talked to her recently but like I know that if I ever like went to visit Virginia I would absolutely see her in a hot second Mm -hmm. you know so I think just having realistic expectations of what a relationship can really look like with a friend
0: Mm -hmm. I like that yeah I have a very close friend um back home in Louisiana and she has been my best friend since we were like seven years old and so she was my neighbor we grew up together you know walkie-talkies bikes scooters trampoline camp outs on the weekend I know like you name it we did it and so I remember when I got married um like five six years ago we were moving and I remember it tearing me apart thinking oh my god like I have to leave her like it's not gonna be the same I'm gonna be in a different state like now it's gonna go to just instead of you know, spending time with each other is just going to be phone-based, mm-hmm. and it's going to suck so bad, you know, um, but it was part of it, and I just remember, like, um, once I moved out of state, we kind of, like, stayed in touch, but kind of not really, but at the end of the day, like, we still love each other and cared for each other, yeah. but then um, we were in Phoenix for, like, a year, and then when I moved to California... Um, you have to make it work. Like if phone calls and FaceTime is what you got to do because the person's important, then you got to do it Mm -hmm. and she'll come out and visit. But like, if I go home, like she's, she's my rock and we've been best friends for years, but you know, being in a different state does make it harder, but you have to balance and figure out if you really want that person, you know, in your life. And sometimes friendships go from text to calls to spending time. And there's, like you said, like there's a season for everything, but I've had friends that, you know, for a long time and for a short time, Mm -hmm. and then I've also had friends like her that's just kind of lasted forever, but, yeah, you kind of have to figure out, and like you said earlier, you can't, like, almost justify or expect these people to, you know, as soon as you meet someone, they're, it's a click right away. Right. Which I think that's so smart. So, our next question is, how do you, um, let's talk about boundaries. Okay. So, When you make friends or you've been friends with like these girls for a long time, girls or guys, how do we, um, make boundaries in these existing friendships? So you can kind of share, like, I remember you telling me the other day how like you have different bubbles of friends, like Mm -hmm. church friends, hangout friends, friends that you've been friends with forever. Like how do you make boundaries, good and bad boundaries to protect yourself in these friendships to keep them going?
1: yeah i i think um a good thing to like talk about if we're gonna talk about friendships and boundaries is that to talk about that boundaries are a healthy thing um i think that a lot of people think that like boundaries mean something that means that something is unsafe um but that's not necessarily true um boundaries are something that takes a either safe or unsafe situation and just puts like protections around that you know like mm-hmm. it it lets the good in and lets the bad out you know mm-hmm. so especially with friends that you've had for a really really long time i think one of the things that i had a difficult time with with long-term friendships is that you I had been friends with people for so long that you just get used to the rhythms and the way that you guys work together um but you Go through like really different phases of life with one another. Like, uh, I've had friendships that have lasted since second grade, and I'm almost like I'm approaching 30 years or 30 years old, you know. Mm-hmm. So, a really important thing is like communicating your expectations through the seasons that you go through, um, and being willing to have those hard conversations with your friendships to like make sure that they do last because you don't want resentment building up like typically if there is any resentment that you have towards a friend it typically means there's a place where you can put a boundary so um, I think a really good example would be um, a friend that's really protective over you to a certain degree you know you're so grateful for that and that's really special to have a friend that looks at you as like you're so important to me I want to protect you but there is a certain point when that person is like you're gonna make your own decisions and you can be like grateful for that how how that person wants to step in and protect you but ultimately the only person that can really protect you is yourself Mm -hmm. so you have to make sure that you're making those decisions to safeguard your heart your mind all those kinds of things and If that friend is, you know, um, stepping in and like wanting to protect you in certain ways, it may be a situation where you need to be like, Hey, like, I really appreciate that you are protective of me in this situation, but I'm having to pace this out Mm -hmm. myself and, um, like, I appreciate your support and I want you here beside me. But when you respond to you know, whatever situation in this way, it really puts me on the defense. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I can't talk to you about these things because anytime I do, you react out of this protective nature to me. So now I feel like I can't approach you. Mm -hmm. Like I can't talk to you about what's going on in my life because you immediately get really on the defense. Mm -hmm. And now I actually feel like I'm in trouble, mm-hmm. you know, and it's and I'm the one that's in the situation having to deal with it, and I just wanted a sounding board. And sometimes that's a really hard conversation to have because that person is kind of working out of the goodness of their heart, like it's love that mm-hmm. they want to like defend and protect you. But you, when you're on the defense with your best friend, that's tough. And if you're not willing to like sit there and say like, Hey, I needed to respond to me differently. Um. then you're just gonna start getting really resentful and then you're gonna start pulling away you're not gonna share as much with that person they're gonna feel that like that vacuum that negative like space where you used to come to them with things and then nobody knows what happens because you weren't willing to communicate like hey I need you to react to me in a different or I just need you to respond to me in a different way right now, or I need you to not be reactive and just listen. And that can be a really hard conversation to have, but it's worth it. And those are the things you have to do with friends through time is have those little conversations that may be uncomfortable at the moment, but will build your friendship and deepen it over time.
0: That's good. That's really good. I think for boundaries for me, like we were talking about this, too, at dinner a couple nights ago. I felt like, for me, I always went through seasons of friends, and maybe, like, one or two would stick around, you know, throughout life, um, but I have, like, different, different bubbles of friends or different circles, I guess you could say. Like, I have friends I do softball with, and mm-hmm. I have friends that, you know, I go to church with, and I have a couple of friends that like I'll go to hang out their house or we'll barbecue like people actually do life with right. and then I'll have friends you know girls who want to meet up just for coffee or then I have you know high school girls that I mentor like I have these different groups and so for and then I have a couple of good friends that I absolutely love but they just go out all the time and I'm a casual drinker but I'm not like a am hu- not a partier mm-hmm. so um I'm such a grandma. It takes a lot for me to go out. You're out by like 10. Yeah, I'm like in bed at like nine. I'm out twice, and I already know this about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so true, though. Just because I did that phase in college, and I'm just over it. But um, throughout the years, I just remember, and especially in college, I would hang out with whoever just because I love people. Mm-hmm. I had no boundaries. Um, I would just I – was, I was a follower in college because um, in high school – um, I was, I was pretty popular in high school, but like, and once I got in college, I like wanted to fit in so much and I feel like that's something I used to struggle with with trying to, cause I didn't know who I was yet. And so I would be friends with just anybody and hang out with like just the craziest people and none of them made me better person. They were mm-hmm. just like, I don't even know. I look back and I'm like, why was I friends with that person? But now that I'm a woman and know who I am and what I'm called to do and, I've gotten picky and selective with people that are in my life. So I'll be kind to anybody, but like, I feel like, especially with me, how God works with me, like if I, I really feel like that person's supposed to be in life, I just know immediately. Mm -hmm. And, um, so as far as boundaries for me, like I love everybody. I'll hang out with my different groups, but I feel like for me just this past, you know, year of coming out of a really unhealthy relationship to, being my own person and making my own decisions and, um, living a life just, you know, t- for my decisions, I've had to make boundaries with people who are kind of not, I guess, p- girls who who are going to make me better, but also girls who like, want to do something with their life, girls who are encouraging, girls who have, you know, goals and who are driven and want actually healthy friends. So I think for the past year, for me to make boundaries, I've had to learn. Like, you can hang out with anybody and be friends with anybody, but I've been super selective with people who um, come into my life. So um, I just think for boundaries for me, you, kinda gotta, you have to examine yourself and then you have to kind of figure out um, what you want and what's healthy and what's not healthy for you. So if you're a girl like me and you don't go out all the time, then probably don't surround yourself with party girls. Or, you know, if you're a new Christian and you are trying to figure this whole God thing out, it's a best, it's probably a wise decision with hang out with girls who have been saved or, you know, walking with Jesus so they could help you get on that path. Or if you're, you know, a girl who's in college and you're trying to figure out your purpose in life, I would highly suggest make friends with people who are older than you, you know, even if they're married or not married, who, you know, you just kind of have to examine yourself and figure out what what is healthy for you and what is not, and then um, put yourself in that shoes. One quote my um, friend, uh, I heard, heard this from somebody and then my friend said it again, they were like... The quote was, like, tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you where your life will go. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important for us to make boundaries in for health-wise, you know, in friendships, but also um, make friends with people who are already good and going to make you better and healthy. And um, because, I mean, the Bible does say who you hang out with is who you become. So Right, and it's all about
1: balance, right? So, yeah. So it's not that you can't.
0: It's not that you can't
1: hang out with these people who... Right. And not that you should, like, ever, like, look at someone and be like, wow, I cannot spend time with that yeah. person because, like, look at their life choices. Like, we're all on our individual journeys to... Mm-hmm. Hopefully, the goal is for all of us to grow and mature in life. And everybody might be on a different... Like, some of your friends might be on a different... They are on an entirely different, different walking, path than yeah. you. Um, but I think it's important to be selective about who you keep really, really close to you. Mm-hmm. Um, like who are the people that, A, you need people close to you. Like you cannot do life without people that are holding you accountable,
0: mm-hmm. that you
1: are honest and vulnerable with, that you have the hard conversations with, and you will actually let them speak into your life and be like, hey, what are you doing?
0: Like Yeah, like I love you. You're making a really bad decision. Right. Or
1: just like, hey, I love you. And like, where is your life going? Like mm-hmm. I um, currently live with a couple – um, that are older than me. And, um, they have poured into my life greatly, um, leading up to this point, but just really in living with them the past few months, um, they have allowed me to readjust because my life has changed a lot. But recently I had to have a conversation with them where, um, you you know, the woman that I'm living with, she was like, what is your plan? You know, like, what are you doing? And I didn't necessarily think that I was doing anything like, wrong, or that Mm -hmm. I was, like, not doing anything with my life, um, but what, in, in having actually three conversations with her, it was, we had to take some time and, like, actually, like, have multiple conversations, because, like, this is maturity, and this is relationship, is that it's not always an easy conversation, Mm -hmm. and so we kind of had to, like, talk about it, and then leave, and then read, come back, and be like, hey, can we talk about this again, and then, and then once again, we talked about it, and what came out of it was that, like, she wants what's best for me. Mm-hmm. And she loves me so much that she's not going to let me evade challenging things in life and, be, and push me to be like, you need to, um, whatever it may be, like, whether in your spiritual life or for me, it was like career-wise, you know, where are you going career-wise? Like, you know, she's a very... Um, mot- career motivated person. She's amazing at what she does. She's super intelligent, and I respect that about her so much. She hustles so hard, and um, I needed to hear her tell me like, "What are you doing?" I- I've never like really pushed myself um, professionally. Like I can work hard and I can do almost any job. You know, like I I work, and and like do well at what I do. But she kind of pushed me to define like where are you going? And it was a hard conversation for me because I kind of didn't want to be pushed in that,
0: mm-hmm. in that area. Cause and
1: uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. And I was like, I don't know. Like, like you're asking me you so many details about my life. I know, I, I definitely I have to think about I, it. I had a panic attack yeah. that weekend. Like, and, and, oh. but it was so good because what it came down to is I realized she loves me. Mm-hmm. Like she loves me and she's not going to stand oddly by and let me, um, Settle Not or, mature or I think more than anything Just not mature mm-hmm. She looked at me And she was like I love you And I want you to use this season To really pace out What it is that God has for you And who you are And what you want to do mm-hmm. And I think if I hadn't had that conversation with her I probably wouldn't have on my own mm-hmm. Not that I like Don't want to have Because like, I do work You know But I'm now considering doing different things with my life that I probably would not have attempted or gone out for or considered she wouldn't have asked if she anything. wouldn't have pushed me. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's really important to have those people in your life and then have the people that you do that for too. Mm-hmm. There might be people in your life that you don't go to them for your intimate details and like you don't go to share your like everything that's going on in your life but you're now that person to them of like hey how are you doing what's going on in your life like you know how can I help you and um maybe they're not making the same decisions for their life that you currently are but now you can be the one that's like pushing them and investing in them so just being careful about like who you select to be really really close to you and then not being like super choosy about the other people in your life like being open to new relationships mm-hmm. and meeting new people it's like like I said earlier the new people you meet doesn't have to be like that's gonna be my new super best friend yeah. that's gonna know every deep dark, dark secret in my life like that could just be a person that you get close with for a season mm-hmm. and um, or someone who needs you yeah exactly they need you so um I think the balance of you know really figuring out who you can be close with. Mm -hmm. um, And then, you know, who can you just have in your life for whatever it is like God has for that season or Mm -hmm. for you guys and for that person or for you. So
0: I like that. That's good. Very wise Maddie. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) So our last question is this one's kind of, is just like a a challenge just to challenge you girls. um, As we close up this podcast, our last question is what kind of friends do you want in your life? So you may be a girl who has a ton of friends and you kind of already know what you want you're comfortable or maybe um you know the opposite you have no friends in your life and you're on the search for finding like what what kind of friends should i put in my life and this kind of goes back to boundaries and choosing you know what's good for you as far as friendships but um you know what kind of friends do you want in your life to to make you better do you want you know, an older couple who's been married, so you can, like, know what it is to look like, you know, to look, what it looks like to have a healthy marriage, or leadership, or whatever that may be. So, Maddie, just kind of, like, I mean, do you have anything, like, I guess in the past that you were in a position where you were like, all right, Maddie, you need to get friends. Like, what kind of friends should I put in my life? I mean, I don't know. Um, so...
1: yeah, hard it's hard because uh, I like 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 you said. We I feel like we both have a yeah. lot of friends and friendships. Um, Recent, I could say recently, um, like I, I guess like I've kind of been looking for a Holly in my life, which is what I was so, <laughs> I was so I love excited. It. I, <laughs> I was so excited. Which what I had told you at dinner was that like I do have friends that are believers, um, and um. Not that, like, I I couldn't have these kind of conversations with them. I don't know. I've just really been feeling lately, like... Because I have friends that are, like, married and believers. I have friends that are single and believers. Um, I have friends that are not believers at all and are married and single from, like, all over the board. Mm -hmm. But recently, I've just been feeling like, man, I really want, like, a girlfriend that, like, we can, like, sit down and talk about, like, faith and... um, just life and it is kind of, I, I guess in going through a divorce, I realized how it's not actually very unique. Um, one of the <laughs> things <laughs> I know it sounds so bad. One of the things that in going through my divorce is I had prayed like, Lord, please, if I have to go through this, which I did, mm-hmm. um, just help it to not be for nothing. Yeah, and like He brought people into my life. Two specifically that I was able to sit with and be like, hey, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And that to me was enough for me to mm-hmm. be like, wow, like God really can take the disaster of my life and use it for good. And I was able to support, um, some two women through some of the things that they were going through. And mm-hmm. and I would say I'm still friends with them, mm-hmm. um, And we see each other, and it's great, and we touch base, but they have their core groups that they go out to, just like I have my core group that I go out to as well, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's awesome. You know, like, I don't look at those relationships like, oh, I was there for them in such a hard time. Like, they're voided. Yeah, and like, why aren't they, like, checking in on me? Like, Mm -hmm. that was not the expectation of the relationship. Like, I was there for them because... I could speak into their situations like none of the people in their core groups could Mm -hmm. because all the people in their core groups are either single or currently married. Gotcha. So I was in that situation for like a specific reason. Mm -hmm. And whenever I see them, I'm so happy to see them. Yeah. I'll meet up with them anytime. But kind of what I have been wanting is like, I want a girl that's like kind of in my situation so I can kind of relate to her too. Like I wanted somebody that could also a little bit just relate with me and pour into me a little bit. Like, just like have that camaraderie of like,
0: wow, this isn't the best situation, but like, Hey, we're okay. (laughs) Um, We're going to
1: make it. (laughs) And in walks Holly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's crazy too, because like the beginning of this year, um, going through all the transition that I have with my past relationship and like getting out of really unhealthy lifestyle to like health and getting myself back to Holly, figuring out who I am, what I'm called to do. Um, I just told God at the beginning of this year, I was like, God, I feel like you have something new for me this year, so if it's new friends, like, that's awesome, but bring someone in my life who, like, gets me, like, like, going through this season of splitting up is super hard, and, Mm -hmm. you know, a divorce is something not a lot of people talk about, they, it's very hidden, you know, in, in life, and in the church, and everywhere else, but I feel like girls out there, if you're listening to this podcast, and you've been through a breakup, or separation, or divorce, like, it is real life, it happens, and, not a lot of people talk about it, but I think it's really important that you, um, just ask God, like, hey God, like, you obviously know what I'm going through, you think I'm strong enough to go through it, so bring someone who, like, doesn't have to be, I, I did remember in January, I was like, just bring someone who is walking through this with me, that can, like, like, there's hope, because, like, all my friends are married, or single, or just amazing Christian people, and then I'm like, Here's Here I am. Me. I'm like, I'm going through the hardest moment of my life. And it's like, I just need someone who who gets it, who feels this. It sucks. Right. Someone to like show me that there is hope and that God still has a purpose and a calling for your life, even though you're going through a tornado right now. So yeah, we reached out through Instagram and boom, here's Maddie. <laughs> but the crazy thing is <laughs> that we reached
1: out before we even knew yeah. that that was each of our respective stories. Yeah, and We had no, no idea. idea until we sat down and got to together. know each other and
0: I yeah. was just like I remember leaving dinner with you last Thursday and I'm like I got in the car and I'm like okay this is scary you like, got in the same car that I got in yeah. because we have the <laughs> same, same car, car people <laughs> we have the same car I know which is crazy because like the first time I met you I was like okay same personality and then I got to know your story and I'm like alright God same story and then we're like leaving and you get in a white Prius and I drive a white Prius and I'm like alright God same car like what the heck <laughs> that stuff just doesn't happen it's a cherry on top it is but yeah i'm super excited just to encourage you girls um as we close up with this podcast like god has amazing friends for you and if you just simply ask like hey god open the door for just something new and new friendships like he will he will bring it whether it's instagram coffee shop online Mm -hmm. it can be anywhere yeah like don't Don't think there's a specific spot and bubble that you have to be in to get that exact friendship. Like, people are everywhere. Um, So, as we close, I want to just give you all two verses that chats about friendships, just to encourage you. One of them is Luke 6.31 and says, Do to others as you would have them do to you. So, love people, be honest with people, treat people as if you'd want to be treated. That is a super um, good verse when it comes to friendships. The second one is Proverbs 17:17, 17, 17. It says, a friend is always loyal, and a brother is born to help in time of need. Make sure you make friends who are loyal, because they will always be there for you. And one thing my mom used to tell me, like, Holly, family is not always blood. Family could be friends, too. So be loyal to your friends. Pray for loyal friends wherever mm-hmm. you are in life. Um, so thank you, girls, for listening. Thank you, Maddie, for being... You and sharing your heart about friendships. I loved it. I'm so happy I got to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited. We're going to have Maddie on a lot more. But I hope you girls jotted down notes and just kind of hurt our heart when it comes to, like, friendships, uh, boundaries, what kind of friends to to, um, to make out there, how to maintain your friends, and where to find friends. So wherever you are in life, if you are driving, if you're sitting in your bed listening to this, I hope you have a fantastic evening morning because we are going live and um if you have any questions uh dm us on her.ministry send us a dm let us know what you think or if you have any like podcast requests um next week we have our last who is at your table friendship podcast and then we'll be going into a new series but um we love you girls and thank you for listening thanks Bye. bye